Hey everybody, Corey here. We got another rousing episode of Fly Casual. It's a news and toy report kind of episode. And do we have news? The international trailer is hit with tons of new footage and maybe giving away a few things that we didn't expect. Also, you want to stick around? We got some classic characters coming back we're going to talk about. We know that the Lucas's new museum is actually going to, where it's going to land. It is final. It is negotiated. It's a done deal. And all that's before we even get into toys. So hang out. It is time for Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Hey, hey, BB-8. It is 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 Mike a douche? Hey, see that was an affirmative. Am I a douche? That was very nice. He's shaking his head. Yeah, He's he sure is. Yes. That's a bunch of hoo ha. Yeah, no, no, I'm not a douche. Mm-hmm. That's what? the way it is. Yeah, no, nothing. We have a friend joining us on the podcast today. Corey got his new BB-8 toy. Special guest. BB-8. Look yeah. at that mofo. You should be periscoping that, Howie. That's, I'm <laughs> yeah, just Howie. pulling it up. with his phone while you said it, actually. <laughs> yes. I My anniversary present from the wife. I'm, ah. I'm mentioning it at the top of the podcast because that was her entire motivation for buying it for me. <laughs> so she can get it on the podcast. Her favorite thing is listen to the podcast and find out if anybody, if if, if she gets brought up. And then and she, if, so, if, if literally I say the words, my wife, she goes, I made the podcast. <laughs> like she gets all excited, so she's like, "So if if it gets here, are you going to mention me on the podcast?" I'm like, "Well, if it gets here today, you know, I, I'll mention it on the podcast." But are you going to mention me? Well, you know, maybe I might. So yeah, got to have him do a little dance. He can do a little happy dance, answer some questions. Hey, hey, whoa, where are you going? Oh, He's a- taking off on his own. He's got his own mind sometimes. Bye, bye, BB. Yeah, bye, bye. He's not. I don't. <laughs> Hey, BB-8, say hi to the people. He's not that interested <laughs> right now. He's shy. What so, shy. Yeah. If you want to see footage of uh, us recording in the old, the old, the new buddy BB-8 joining us, of course, you want to go to uh, our Twitter at FlyCasual1138. Welcome, ladies and germs. Hello. To another episode of Fly. Ca- I'm just going to leave him. I'm going to put him in like, uh, I'm going to put him in like explore mode. So he just sits there and fiddles around. I think I just went into settings. Good job. <laughs> you can tell I'm, I'm this real Oops. old hat. I've got this all nailed down. Oh, man. Yeah, it's the hat makes hour. a lot of noise. <laughs> Amateurs. Come on, guys. All right. I'm just going to let him kind of do his thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I'll set yeah. that down over there. Can he bring you a beer? That'd be but, sweet. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not really a astronaut. It would be the smallest, beer. smallest beer imaginable. Worth it. Hmm. And it would have to like balance on top of his head somehow. Or well, that's not well, gonna happen. His head goes everywhere. I thought he had a protruding, you know, unit that came out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> know. Are you talking about his gump link? Is that what you're talking about? His <laughs> up link. Welcome to Fly Stomp Casual link. episode number sixty-four. Sixty-four days. Yeah, we are. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Across from me is Mr. Michael J. Archbold. Jealousy. 
BB-8, man. I know. You got him. He's just hanging out behind me on the bar doing his own thing. And this is the real McCoy. This is one by the company that makes, that made BB-8, right? Yeah, this is by Sphero. This is the Target thing. Now, the funny thing is, my my wife ordered him directly from Sphero. So he's been like a month and a half back ordered while you can just walk into a Meyer and buy one. Nice. Um, (laughs) And today it arrived and it didn't come from Colorado. Oh. Like Sphero would, you know, it came from Hong Kong. It was just like some chick's name. In okay. Hong Kong, and it's a company called. She wrapped it up and sent it out. Huh? Yeah, you can tell Sphero's having a manufactured by a company that uh, specializes in this type of mechanic. Uh huh. So yeah, I see. Right now, he's just kind of dinking around. He's kind of doing his own thing. I'm, I'm, see, my hands are crossed. This is yeah. this is all BBA. That's just him playing around. Yeah, he's just mm-hmm. dorking around on the bar, looking at Howie and the the Periscope stream. So mm. uh, yeah, how yeah. do I convince your wife to buy me one? Um, yeah, good point. Good question. Given the cost of one of these, no. <laughs> yeah. um, Comes out of your bank. This account, is my right? anniversary present, and even I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm having, I'm, I already, like, I'm thrilled to have it, but I'm already having BB 8 guilt. <laughs> which I, I imagine there's quite a few people with one of these who can, who can understand. It's like, I don't want to not have him, but I feel guilty for having mm, him. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to buy her something of equal or greater worth. I already now. did, actually. Okay. Good, without good. without knowing that she bought this, I bought her a gift that was almost the exact same cost, like within a I couple don't bucks. Spoil it. So, it, well, I already gave it to her. It's it was nice. a new luggage. She wanted luggage. I got her a nice set of luggage. So. Well, <laughs> at that cost, a a semi nice set of luggage, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but nicer than what we had. So it's a step up. Of course, uh, up at Master Control is Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Hello, hello, hello. Finally, literally at Master Control again. Now back, yeah. Hey, back again. Yeah. Now yeah. that we've hey. firmly established a Master Control station. Yeah. What well, is up well, with this? Actually, I'm, I am uncomfortable. We should, we should play the Welcome Back song. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Are you Thank happy? You. Yes. I'm. I'm petting the. This feels good. I'm petting the board, and uh, you know he didn't I'm, know what to do I'm with the, himself before. He's pulling no. his thumbs. He's yeah. Kinda, yeah. you know now scratching the, his head. You know. Now the disadvantage or advantage, depending on how you look at it, is I'm positioned behind these guys now, and they can't look at me. So that means I can't look at them. Which okay. Is, which is awesome. I'm okay. Back of my head. Yeah. I, yeah, because we're all facing forward now. Yeah, you you notice Mike uh, said, "Are you sure? Are you sure about this? I'm not comfortable." And it's funny <laughs> as Howie and I were rearranging the studio last night because I kind of wanted my couch back for viewing on the big screen. Whereas instead of always having like a giant table with microphones in front of it, and so we're now sitting behind the couch in normal chairs instead of being able to like be completely supine like Mike always was when we yes. recorded with his like his shorts hiked up around the crotch of his thighs. Uh, I, and, I still got the shorts hiked up. Uh, well, not nearly as much though. Now. You don't have gravity helping you true. like you did before. Yeah. Like every now and then I'd swear I'd catch a little bit of uh, a little bit, a little oh. bit of a satchel, a little, really? a little, a little, a a little, little portrait of satchel page. Oh, yeah. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh. So, no, what are you talking about? I'm very happy that I don't have to explain mean? it to you, Mr. Garrick, okay. not Jay Hardy. Hey, guys. Hey, hey I want to shout out to Corey's wife, too. Yeah. I just want to give a special shout out. <laughs> Tell her thank you for letting me come up this next weekend to tear up her carpet. By the way, I haven't <laughs> mentioned that you're coming up next weekend to her. Oh, well. <laughs> but this is a great way now. to let her know. <laughs> yeah. Because by the time she carpet. listens to this, it'll literally be Garrick's coming up today. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, yes, uh, that is a thing. We're getting together uh, next weekend for a little bit to hang out a little bit. And then, yeah, we're going to tear up the carpet in the uh, traditional sense, not the metaphorical sense. Oh, yeah. 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 
So or there's that. No. no. Yeah. yeah. Anything exciting going on, guys? Anything uh, new, new and amazing? Uh, you know, uh, yeah. forty-one days, guys. Forty-one days. Forty-one days. But let's talk about the news because my thumb slipped. <laughs> <laughs> the big news literally just came out today. Holy as we crap! Record. You guys didn't even know. I broke this one to you, you guys. Did. I, I was at the gym. I was on the track. And, I think Steve oh. Potter and I actually came upon this at the exact same time because yeah, when I saw it on Twitter, got, it was yep. right about the same time I told you guys. Yeah, and friend of the show, it's funny, friend of the show, Toby, mm-hmm. Toby also was, yeah, he was texting me too. And so. me, and me, he was texting <laughs> you and I separately. Yeah. Yeah, Toby's like, I'm not going to be able to get anything done today. I'm on Star Wars, man. <laughs> and he's like, don't tell don't tell my boss I'm leaving early today. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, all this is because the international trailer hit it has. today. Yes. Or as everybody keeps referring to it, the Japanese yeah, trailer. The Asian trailer, yeah, right. It's not. It's the international trailer. It's just that it happened to have, I guess, Japanese words yes, on right. it. I've also seen the new poster that accompanied it with Korean on it as well. Ah, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, um... I, you know, we're, we've kind of talked about this a little bit. We're, we're going to kind of briefly uh, touch on it right now, but uh, uh, get into maybe more of the detail in our rumor cast. Yeah, there, because that's there the There seems thing. to be a little more reveal in this thing. The, I, w- I said immediately after uh, Potter tw- uh, tweeted it, I, I replied and I said, uh, me thinks this is the most spoilerific yeah. Tr- oh, yeah. of anything we've seen. Yes. Well, BB-8's getting really pissed off behind me. He's going... <laughs> he's got nowhere like, to go. Up. He's going knucking futz back Shut here. up. He's got nowhere to go. And he's like, don't tell anybody he's anything. He's like, don't spoil it. This isn't the spoiler cast. Um, but yeah, there be, are though. a lot be. of major reveals and a lot of completely new footage. Whereas yeah, oh, progressively yeah. between the teasers and the trailer, we've seen like a little more, a little more of the same, a right. little more of the same, oop, a little more, but with a cool line. Now this one's just like, oh, uh, here's some totes different stuff. We have some some different angles and things we've seen. We have some completely new footage. Um, you know, I, we'll, angle we'll, touch on, we'll touch on some of the things that, like I said, were revealed in the next cast. But one of the things that I think I can touch on now that I wasn't real impressed with was some of the, I don't know, some of the other angles that we saw and some of the some of the other footage. I won't get into the details, but some of, well, for example, there's a there's a scene with um, Kylo Ren holding the lightsaber up to Ray and. Um, yeah. I was telling these guys before the cast that really seemed very, I don't know, sometimes when people do 3D films, they do very specific scenes yeah. so that it sticks right in your face. And that this, seemed like one of those. And I was like, angle, oh. Yeah, this angle is he's standing behind her and the lightsaber is across her neck, but it might as well be pointed at the camera. Yes. But I don't think we have any reason to believe that this will be one of the 3D scenes. Remember, the understanding is there's only two scenes that are in 3D in the whole That's film. That's true. That's true. But it seems like one of those sensibilities. Also... J.J. Abrams uh, directs movies, and we've not had a Star Wars director in a while, so he actually will do intentional cinematography and stuff like that, whereas I have a feeling there was more of a style that was passively used in the prequels. You know, it's kind of like, well, okay, yeah, lots of wide shots and stuff like that, because everybody's walking on big green blocks. You're right. I mean, mean, at least in this trailer, we've seen a lot of of close-ups. Yeah. A lot of close-ups, um, a lot of kind of more dramatic angles. I mean, the the shot in yes. question with the lightsaber across Ray's neck, it practically looks like it would be at home in the 1960s Batman TV show sure. at a villain's <laughs> layer because oh, yeah, it's really. like that that one quarter angle from low shooting up, so everything looks right. big and threatening. It very and, unfinished. Yeah, <laughs> unfinished. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that, that that's the the impression? It just looks it different. You? I mean, some of these angles just rough. didn't feel Star Warsy to me, like, but. I don't know. 
Another thing that stuck out to me, there's a scene where they, I, we've seen in the another pre, uh, trailer, but this one was a little different, but they had fire in the background and the fire just looked kind of weird. Like it wasn't actually real or there or anything. It was just kind of animated. You guys recall seeing that when Phasma's walking around? Oh, Phasma. Okay. I thought you, there was a BB-8 scene when it was just BB-8 and I saw fire go up and up in the background too. Oh no. Kind of thought some like, of that, but hmm, yeah. I don't know if they slowed it down for the uh, trailer or whatever, kind of a, a slower motion shot right. but it just seemed kind of weird looking yeah yeah i i did not I, i'm not recalling that that particular scene off the off the top of my head but i will say like <clears throat> one of the shots that everybody seemed really excited about was the uh, tie fighters coming in yeah. from like a sunset yeah. oh that was sweet yeah, well that's see, a, i like that too Corey, i think it's not so much no 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 i did too i think it looks cool yeah but it also is Didn't very star, not star, star wars y <laughs> and I, that's not well, necessarily a complaint. We're not we're not used used to seeing st- uh, Tie Fighters in atmosphere. Well, very I was going to say that's, right. the, that's obviously a big thing in this yeah. one. We're used to seeing Star Fighters in space. space. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of stuff in atmosphere, now. which we didn't oh, even yeah. get in the prequels. Not a lot. I don't even know that there's a space battle in this at all. <clears throat> Is there? That's a good at question. The be- at the very beginning, we know that um, we know that Finn's Tie Fighter gets shot down from space. <clears throat> that's yeah. the only space thing that we've kind of seen. Yeah, yeah, that we know of. I mean, right? right. That's true. Might be right. It'd be nice if they slip something in there for us uh, (laughs) that we haven't seen yet. But But you know, I mean, ask yourself why. You know, the 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 biggest ground battle that we saw in uh, was in episode two in the prequels. Yeah, and that was all like those were all in Atmo landing craft and stuff like that. Yeah, but they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't stunt fighters or right dog fights or anything. Uh Right. It was all focused. So it was kind of like why wouldn't it all be kind of part and parcel yeah you know what strategically is the advantage to separating the two so i like the fact that we've seen ground battle mixed with you know starfighters yes in in these movies so yeah anyhow no my thing about these tie fighters moving first off it makes a great poster it would also yeah. make a great picture you know if you just like frame the cell a one foot you know image of that and frame it and put it on your wall look gorgeous yeah but it <laughs> and just put apocalypse now exactly. On. <laughs> Potter, yeah, like Potter posted a picture with the helicopters in like the same type of thing, and yeah, huh. it, it doesn't hmm. feel Star Warsy to me. But I'm okay with that because, like we've said, we've you know the prequels were kind of like completely absent of those types of meaningful images. Artistic. Like yeah, so. the artistic composition. They just it wasn't a thing that anybody cared about. In the making of the prequels. So, you know, it, the only exception would be when the CG artists were making like the big sweeping establishing shots of the Jedi Temple and stuff like that. And that's because somebody's like, like, that's their life's work, you know. But overall, direction wise, there wasn't. And there definitely very seems, very much seems to be a clear focus on establishing just those impactful images. Yeah. In the in this movie, for sure. So I mean, I'll wrap my head around it. I, I, right now, I'm I'm all like, oh, weird, but I know that it's good. And in in the thick of it, I know that I'm going to enjoy it, unless right. it just goes nuts, which I don't expect it to do. Yeah. So. Well, and, and it could be. I mean, obviously, the international, especially you know, the the more Asian market. You know, I I, I mean, this is obviously cut for them. So obviously, they're 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 picking and choosing scenes that would be impactful, you know, to that audience and. And, uh, you know, it's just different. Yeah. You know? It's very much not an emotional trailer. 
No. That's how you can tell that they've like really opened it up for Eastern audiences. It's more of a spectacle trailer. It is. Like, look at these big set pieces. Yep. Whereas the Western one is like, is like high action, quiet, somber moment. High action, quiet, somber moment. Like, we, we want it all bouncing back and forth like that. Whereas this one seems pretty clear cut just to be, look, crazy movie. Right. You should totally see it. <laughs> right. Right. So, it is. yeah. But I mean, very I, different. But yeah, I let's, like we'll get into, like I said, we'll get into some of the, the reveals and things that we think we're seeing in this in, the, in our next episode. So make sure that you stay tuned. I want to let everybody know that BBH kind of chilled out, but he's still kind of just twicking, twerking. He is. He's looking like, around. He's like, Hey, I heard my name. He's not moving. Up, he's dude? just standing there. Well, I mean, he's not moving around. He's just standing there and like his head keeps looking around and his body is twitching a little <laughs> like, like he's just listening to the conversation casually. Hey man, well, welcome to the hey, podcast. Like fly casual. Now he's just yeah, giving me the stink. Nope, nope. He's looking over Mike now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's waiting for the next piece here, which Whoa. is about uh, a fan favorite is returning. At least a well, Whoa. super fan favorite maybe is returning uh, to the Force Awakens. Uh, yes, Nia Nun. Yes, Nia Nun. We now we had heard this rumor a we while had. back. Yes. And I remember I was excited because it's the only autograph I have from all yes. of the original let's trilogy. Get, uh, well, let's get into that here. I want to uh, explain real fast for those people who don't know. Nia Nun would be seen in Return of the Jedi co-piloting the Falcon with Lando. Yeah, the jowly, the, the jowly faced yes, rodent looking with guy. With black eyes. Yeah. And yes. Oh, uh, yeah. He sounds Indian when he talks. I wonder, uh, like, even his, even not just what he's saying, but the intonation and the sound of his yeah, voice. Yeah. I've always thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Porkins about that. Porkins by the week. Well, uh, probably. not only is Nia Nunn returning, <laughs> but also his puppeteer, Mike Quinn. What is returning to actually puppeteer Nia Nunn? So the dude what signature? The dude, uh, the what, dude signature? what autograph? So tell us I about have. that. We've talked about this before, but give we us have. a quick cap. Basically, yeah, we were Celebration 3, and I wanted to get one of the not $50 auto, uh, <laughs> right. autographs. I wanted like more yeah. of the $10 or $20 yeah, autographs. We decided, yeah, that uh, yeah, maybe Peter Mayhew, not right. so much. I, well, I didn't want to stand in a long line, yeah. and I didn't have anything cool for them to sign. Right. And so uh, I was like re- rooting around in my bag and I'm like, let me see if I can find something for somebody signed. And I'd forgotten that for months, because <laughs> is my work bag for months, I'd had a Nianum act- original action yep. figure in my bag that some guy at, that I worked with at one point goes, Hey, you're a big star Wars fan. I wonder if you want this. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> and I forgot about I it. I mean, it might've been in there more than a year, honestly, just his messenger <laughs> bag buried in the bottom. And I pulled it out and I'm like, Oh, he's right there. <laughs> So we went up and had him sign it. He was super cool. He was way excited that I had the action he was, figure. Like he was, he was like totally yes. wigging out that I had it. And he was goofing around with Admiral Akbar, which Mike disputed me on before, but found out I was Admiral Akbar and one of the clones. Well, all of the clones. <laughs> the, 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 the the dude what played the clones in episode Django two. Fett. Oh, right, right, right. No, yeah, not Jango Fett. A, no, no, the, it was the younger oh, clone. The, the younger clones. The, younger clone. the trainee Boba clones. Fett? No, <laughs> still wrong. That was the the Logan. Uh, the, uh, Logan, I can't remember his last name. Yeah. Anyhow, yes, the young kid. They had the young kid. He had the younger, like the the twenty something clone, and then you had the Django, the older ones. Yeah, there were three three different versions of that yes. dude. And there was the younger one. He's the one that you see like hundreds of like eating in their training right. facility. Yes, you I know that just was a CGI guy. Well. He's a yeah, real he's, dude he's that's been multiplied a by a bunch of times. At Celebration 3, he was the guy that was hosting all yeah, the events. Yeah, he was the host of the major name, event yes. that George Lucas spoke at and everything yes. like that. Um, but the three of them were just dorking around and acting really cool. I mean, they were like three stooges. It was a lot of fun. So that was that was just 
a real fun coincidence Mike that I Quinn, happened to have. Yeah, it was there. was a great guy. Just he loves, uh, just very jovial, a lot of fun. Um, he also, uh, by the way, they mentioned the article that announced his return. That uh, um, he actually helped puppeteer Yoda. He actually uh, puppeteered Slice Noodles. Really, <laughs> he puppeteered. Uh, <laughs> he was co puppeteer on uh, Admiral Akbar. I did not so, know any of that. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. So he's he's had his hands in a, a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, things uh, through the trilogy. So he was very excited to be back. And and uh, actually in the the trailer, uh, the recent released American trailer, um, he can be seen very briefly. Uh, I believe he's next to either Finn or um, Poe during the scene where Poe and um, and Finn exchange. Oh yeah, trees. he's right there. Yeah, right there. He's kind of standing off in the distance. Awesome. Um, you think yeah. he's like dried up? He's all <laughs> shiny and, and slick looking before, but yeah. you know, time has passed. I don't know. What happens to Celestins as they get older, I wonder? Well, he's still an X-Wing pilot, or apparently an X-Wing pilot now. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. his jowls just hang lower. <laughs> Could be. They ought to. They ought to. wobble to and fro. Oh, uh, yeah. You can tie him yeah. in a knot. You can tie him in a poe. Oh, I see what he did there. I did. What else is going on, Mike? Well, J.J. Abrams was recently interviewed about, uh, oh, this, that, and everything else of the other. And uh, specifically, uh, as he was being um, interviewed, uh, Denny Geek is reporting um, that during this interview, somebody brought up the absence of Luke Skywalker yeah. in yeah, the yeah, trailer. Yeah. And, What's up uh, with that? <laughs> that's been buzzing a lot. A lot of people are buzzing about why didn't we see Luke in the trailer, which and I the still... The answer to that is obviously reasons the opposite <laughs> right. why didn't we see luke in the trailer oh crap oh my god you're right oh guys i gotta go i gotta go we like totally forgot yeah it's like why didn't we see luke in- uh because yeah. reasons go see the I movie I left the coffee maker on no luke. <laughs> well, i knew it was something first off I knew it was something. first off it's hoo-ha because i i still argue that he is in the trailer we just don't see his face well yeah you know, the, hand, the, the hand. scene with the hand up on our and everybody kind of universally agrees that that's yes luke. right Exactly. So, but we don't see his face. We don't hear him talk or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, almost from day one, it's been speculated that this movie is going to be a quest to find Luke Skywalker. So why should it surprise anybody that, you know, he's not going to be, you know, featured in the trailer and stuff like that? I mean, he's kind of, he's kind of like the end game. He's like, you know, the result of the quest. You don't, you don't give that away. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the trailer. (laughs) Is, is he dead? Is he alive? Is he a forest ghost? Who knows? Yeah. And it's funny because in this interview, they basically said, uh, you know, is there a reason for this? And he goes, yes. Reasons. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because reasons. (laughs) He's like, I can't wait for you guys to find out. Is there a reason for this? (laughs) Actually, no. It is so, (laughs) it is such a wild story. We just rolled a bunch of dice and it you was know like, we, no totally, we totally lost that roll of film. We don't know where it went. Exactly. We don't have any of the Luke footage. We have to bring him back. We'll have to say bye to Garrick. <laughs> Did we lose Garrick? <laughs> He'll come back. Oh, no. Yeah, we, Garrick. We haven't set up this computer to not make us random Skype sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at that right now. <laughs> we want to pause and keep rolling. On. Keep rolling. <laughs> right. Who needs that Garrick guy anyway? So anyway, I just uh, just a funny little thing. I, it's it's funny it that is, people the, are making a big deal about this, and it's well, it's a big totally deal. Surpri- well, it's a but big deal, making right. the big deal in like uh, like a we're not getting something we should be getting way. It's like <laughs> mm, well, yeah, but you're 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 reacting the way you're supposed to. So right. stop. Right. I mean, asking everything has been so intentional this whole time. Yeah. So 
not showing Luke in the trailer or, you know, significantly, obviously is intentional. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I don't know. News media and, and fandom and everybody else kind of makes me laugh sometimes. People is crazy. The obviousness of all of it. Indeed. <laughs> so, Mike, you've got Netflix news for us. Netflix will stream The Force Awakens yes! in 2016. Oh, oh I yeah. thought you were going to say December 18th. But only in Canada. Oh. So put .ca at the end. <laughs> wait, you're fine. wait, hold on. Do you have to, have to be in yeah. Canada? Can I get, to be in can Canada I get, to watch this? Can I get private internet access proxies to run on my Roku? Well, That's the question. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let you uh, computer geeks figure that out. But uh, yep, as just, we yeah, will. No. Just, Licensing. Just proxy your computer and then share your internet through your computer to your, uh, your Roku. You're good to go. Oh, I can just watch it on my computer. <laughs> there's also that. Yeah, then there's that. Okay. But, uh, I wonder if Netflix Canada has to as requires a different account though. Like, I wonder if you take a U.S. account over to Canada, if that just automatically gives you the Canadian yeah, stuff. I, that's uh, that I don't know. Me neither. I'm not 100 sure. But Netflix. This has to do with this has to do with licensing. Do Apparently, um, they did. They they've landed the licensing for the Force Awakens, but uh, Canada was lucky enough to get all, all of 2015 releases, which will include. The Force Awakens. Unfortunately, this doesn't start in the United States uh, until 2016 releases. So we will not get The Force Awakens. We will get Rogue One. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Get. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, South America or whatever is getting yeah, the original right. trilogy yes, on Netflix. Right. Yep. Canada is getting The Force Awakens on yep. Netflix. And the U.S. has to pay CBS to watch <laughs> yeah, the new Star right. Trek series in 2017. <laughs> yeah. What is with crapping on us with the sci-fi? Come on! Dude, sci-fi is so hot right now. I know it. I well, know I think hot. if you talk to so people hot. outside the U.S., they may say that they've been crapped on for so long that... Oh, yeah, stop no, your America. philosophy. Yeah. We're America, yeah. man. Yeah, quit squawking for equal rights back there, you hippie. <laughs> nobody nobody asked you take a bath and this is uh apparently this is uh eight months only eight months Save after uh the release uh, which is shocking be, yeah for for Netflix even if it especially. is even if it is just canada i mean that's like hbo you know that's yeah, you know that's your high your high HBO. premium channel type is the justification because canada canada is so wide and vast that there are people that don't live anywhere near nope. a theater it, it, it has all, <laughs> everything to do with licensing and nothing to do with the force awakens i mean uh. this is just they just happen to get all the 2015 releases, and United so in the U.S. it will not start until 2016 releases. Right, so, any um, all licensing, nothing really necessarily to do with the movie itself. So. I would love okay. to move in the direction where Netflix gets movies I care about. Can yeah, it, can I it, know. Canadians are so nice; it's just hard to say no to them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, <laughs> we can we, do this Force Awakens, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Please, that'd be. Uh, I'm sorry to bother you, but it'd be really great if we could uh, get a hold of some of that Force Awakens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Episode eight, boys. Yes, they what? have a working title. Eight boys. <gasps> the force goes now, back to sleep. Now, don't, don't get too excited. <laughs> the force hits snooze. <laughs> don't get too excited because this is a working title. This is not the title. Oh, this would Morning be this would be uh, on the level of like Blue Harvest yeah. for Return uh, of the Jedi. Yeah. Can, yeah. We, can we? Can we? Okay, tell us what it is. But I have a feeling if it sucks, we're gonna have to come up with better ones. Okay, well there are two possibilities because there are two current projects right now. Um, Jedi, let's see, uh, Jedi, I'm sorry, StarWarsNewsNet.com uh, is reporting that uh, the two names, uh, one of which would be uh, Lunic Heavy Industries, 
Uh-huh. Interesting. And the other one is called Space Bear Industries. Space Bear mm-hmm. Industries. That's e- dumb. That would be an Ewok. I accidentally yeah. saw so, that know, movie. Bears, it was not what bears, I thought yes. it was. But yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> no, those are, those are no. the two slack code that names. That was the sequel to Space Twinks. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Nah. <laughs> I guess maybe I had to see the first one to understand yeah, the second no, one. No, you really do. You really do. <laughs> you have to see the front to understand the back. So Got it. So yeah, this uh, this particular article I think had a lot of people clicking on it because they're like, oh, they got the net. No, 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 no. It's just just the working title. It's well, what if you could, literally means nothing? If you could come up with a working title for a Star Wars film, regardless of what the plot is, what would it be? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Space Bear Industries. <laughs> <laughs> what a cop out! God, I don't know, man. Mike loves that movie. I mean, what's <laughs> I mean, what's the point of it? Blue Harvest, I, I, Blue Harvest it. was, you know, to throw people off the scent. You I'm know, not back saying then. it's got to have anything to do. I'm just saying, what anything would you to call? Do with anything? Yeah, what would you call a <sighs> star? Like, like, you know, uh, uh, we're working on, you know, the pickled fishery or something. I don't know, <laughs> just like some random thing. Blue Harvest <laughs> sounds like like a melodrama. You know does, what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like, Space Bear Industries just is dumb sounding <laughs> yeah. and immediately becomes oh that's Star Wars. Well, and, and it's out there, arousing. and it's like yeah. kind of who cares? What's the, you know what's the purpose at this point? But. It's fun, and the t-shirts will be worth a lot years Yay. down the line. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so what that's about you, Eric? What would you what would you name what would you code name a movie? What would I code name? Like just any movie or a Star a Wars Star Wars, Star Wars movie? movie. Uh, episode eight. <laughs> Working colon colon working title. I'm not good with titles, guys. Star Wars, but with never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Inside jokes. Mine mine would be uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Fat fapping. Fat fapping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fly casual. That's what I call it. Yeah, fly casual. That's obviously that's a great name for things. They better not take it. one of the best. Yeah. I don't know. Jabba's Den of Sin, maybe? Ooh. How's that? You like that? Jabba's oh. Den of Sin. What's yeah. going on in there? <laughs> it's like uh-huh. like, like an orgy yeah. and spice oh. addicts. Episode, oh. episode eight. Luke appears on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Episode eight. Shut up, shut up about Luke already. <laughs> You'd be amazed how many fan fiction ship uh, Max Rebo with characters. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be amazed by anything when it comes to fan fiction. Fan fiction knows no boundaries <laughs> and, and no, often no taste. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think a, a good working title maybe for eight would be reasons. Reasons. Because <laughs> yeah. we've been talking about reasons. Still sense. no reasons. That's my still no Luke. Still there no Luke. Go. There right. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm working on uh, SNL. <laughs> oh, you're on Saturday Live. No, working on still no Luke. Still not. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out the the reason for this. I, again, it, it, they're not hiding anything. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's leaking. They're not being coy about it. You know. Well, the big thing is they're not going to reveal the title until a certain point. But they're gonna they're working on the movie before they have a title. And you do have to have things to put on things to make things official. Like, well, there's, wasn't yeah, right. around this time that they revealed the title for uh, episode seven? No, it was later. Well, yeah, it was later. I th- yeah, I think it was later. Yeah. We've only. Re- I thought it was when they released like one of the first teasers. It was, which was a little less than a year ago. Okay. So I mean, we've still got a long way to go on episode eight. I, have, yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't slept. And actually, for, I have yeah. a feeling. I mean, over a year. I mean, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> episode seven's one thing because it's the first, but I, I have a feeling they're going to be much more. Um, I don't know, hesitant 
reluctant hold to, things back longer yeah, since we we're can, not going to be quite maybe as ravenous about it. Well, yeah, because we've got the Force Awakens and Rogue One right now. So yeah. why why reveal too much about Ep Eight? Oh, well, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't intentionally reveal too much for a long time with Ep most. Seven. Yeah, most of the stuff's going to be well after the first of the year. I mean, it it just seems like you know last year at this time we had a lot of information, a lot of rumor about seven. Yeah, we have almost nothing about eight right now. No, no, nothing. Yeah, well, maybe it's, some casting it's the wedding news, of episode seven, and they don't want to come in and wear their yeah, white well, dress. And, and so. that's exactly right. Oh. Everybody's so focused on seven. Everybody's so focused was, on I'm going to write a Katie Holmes report about how episode eight made my special day all about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to turn it into the authorities. Man, you've really right. got to be up on current events to know what I'm talking about right now. Katie, who? What? <laughs> Katie Holmes and Leah Revan. Yeah, Leah Revan. Did you say Leah Revan? Rem- yeah, the Revan. Let's it. talk Scientology. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it is a science fiction podcast. Wah, wah. <laughs> oh, now all my neighbors are going oh, to be questioned sued. by thanks, investigators. Thanks yeah, it's thanks like, quiet. Hey, Howie, go back bad. and bleep all that out. The part where I talked about Scientology, but then not this part. <laughs> yeah, you won't get away with that when oh, we're, we're live. Concern. Anyhow, what else is going on? A quick runaway. <laughs> well, boys. We we have it. Well, all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. George Done. Lucas. Oh. Got time. Yeah, we, we have go. it. Yep. <laughs> George Lucas has won his battle with the city of Chicago. Well, not with them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas has battled the city of Chicago, and, <laughs> and they have won. been left wanting. Oh. <laughs> we are getting He's the one committing all those murders yes. on the South Side. Yes. The murder yes. rate is up That's because him. of George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> he's been kicking butt and taking. Uh, he's, fi- he's finally getting his museum, boys. Yeah, he's finally getting his museum. All right. We, hey, wait, wait, this. hold on. Back Do we even know train. what this museum okay, back is? Up, back up. Corey, did you just quote a Knight's Tale? Not, not intentionally. Awesome. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Carry on. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I just listened, far, I just listened to, to a sure. podcast with Paul Bettany on it, so it's not outside the realm. Of I was trying to rewind it in my mind. I'm like, I know. What did he say? What did he say? I have no did idea. Been left, uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Oh, well, that's not original to that. Sure it is. I'm, yes, I'm it imagining is. George Lucas literally wandering around south of the loop with a DL-44 in his hand and a trench coat. You know, a toothpick <laughs> hanging out of his mouth. And it's like it's time. Uh, that's, to not, close that's not how you win case. battles in Chicago. You you bring a case of money and throw it at the the governor. Well, <laughs> not the governor. The governor's in the mayor. pocket he's of the in, mayor. Yeah, he's in jail. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, they have yeah. a new one. <laughs> they didn't just go. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's just two vacant? governors in jail in ten years. We're done. <laughs> no more governors. We're going to stop him, pretending. Might be in jail now. The mayor of Chicago is now also in charge of the state. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's always been that way. Oh, Midwest politics. You're welcome, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, Chicago like City Council has uh, approved it. at least uh, George Lucas's $400 million museum along uh, the shores of Lake Michigan near Soldier Field. I so. would go to a museum just to look at $400 million. Well, FYI. You're, you're going you're gonna to be able to see it. They said that they could start construction as early as next spring. <clears throat> oh, uh, wow. Now we probably gotta wrap up be, football season. Probably wouldn't be seeing uh, yeah. it open until 2019, is what they're saying. Is yeah, like, that's uh, so long. Away. I don't know yeah. if you know this. So uh, construction in Chicago not a fast thing. Yeah. A lot of the time, yeah, it sounds like it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially this thing, four hundred thousand uh, dollar monster. Yeah, of a, it's, like, it's gonna be a huge, <laughs> so, huge. Yeah, thing. It's a so. big, big deal. So apparently, there was some resistance, or actually, still is some resistance. That same group that was. Uh, 
that was fighting them initially what, for the, the first order. The Protect the floating condoms at the lakefront. <laughs> yes. That's like yeah, what yeah, is those, the, those folks. The endangered species of like, you know, all the homeless people that drop their newspapers yes, in the water. Right. We're worried about those newspapers. Protect the potato chip bag in the yeah, exactly. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> those folks are, are suing in federal court now, apparently. Oh, so we're, t- are, we're kicking it up a notch. Yeah, they've taken it up, but uh, seem, at least at this point, at, at least according to this article, there seems a little hope for that, so... Um, so anyway, there's still some resistance, but they're by all accounts, it's, it's full steam ahead. And actually this is a big win, I guess, for Chicago. They've not only landed the museum, but they also obviously, obviously just recently got the, uh, Barack Obama, uh, library, presidential library. So they, they got uh, two big deals, I guess, going on in the city. Where of would you right put now. the Barack Obama presidential library? Hawaii? Uh, well, if you put it in Hawaii, no one's going to visit it because everybody's like, you know what? True. I love President Obama. I'm going to go visit his library because I visit all the president <laughs> libraries. And then they step off the plane. They're like, you know, it's really nice here. <laughs> and the beach looks the re- beach, I think I'm going to yeah. go ride some stingrays. See you, Barry. Yeah, in Chicago. It's like, yeah, let's go to the library. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, they put yeah, it in Chicago. Kenya. It's cold. Let's go hide in the library with all the homeless people and the newspapers. So, yeah. The ones that aren't in the lake. So, boys, we will be in uh, Hoosiers and uh, only one state over. It looks like we get to go over and partake here, but it's yeah. going to be. So, what's gonna all going to be in this thing? Well, it is his. Uh, <laughs> Here's a list. <laughs> it's his Museum of Narrative Art, so it's not necessarily all Star Wars, but <laughs> it's not necessary. <laughs> but we know what the most but popular that's the wing bulk will of be. His work. We know where all the hall where all the people are going to be crowded in. Yeah, but he lost all of his rights. It's he sold them away. Not, so it's also not going to be his work only. No, it's not. Actually, right. his his uh, he's. For those who don't know, he's an extensive art collector. His yeah. art collection is going there. So, oh, yeah. I mean, he's got some very rare Norman Rockwells and, you know, yeah. a lot of pop art and, yeah. you know, oh, a lot of Drew Struzans. <laughs> a lot of Drew Struzans, yeah. How much yeah. you want to bet there's like a gymnasium sized room completely committed to King Kong fepping? I mean, talk about Probably. fat fapping off like casual. When it comes to the, uh, all the director, major influential directors of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, especially science fiction, fantasy, all of them are like, well, you know, the greatest film I ever saw as a child was King Kong. It's really what influenced me is King Kong, 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 King Kong. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can still watch It's a Wonderful Life and It's an Amazing Movie. You know, there are people who still think Citizen Kane is a great, I don't agree, but is the greatest movie of all time. That's King Kong is not easy to sit through. No, <laughs> and, but not. yet all these dudes now think the it's the greatest version, thing that ever happened. The 70s version of King Kong. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> so dumb, but I it love is. it. <laughs> and it's not as boring as the, uh, you know, now back in the day, you know, if, with the King Kong spectacle, the black and white, the RKO film yes. would have been amazing because there was nothing like right, it. But right. now it's like, I need something to keep up with my paces and sensibilities. It's kind of like when you watch an old black and white movie, this film, that's just like, it's a stage play. And they have one camera sitting on a tripod and you just see the entire scene for like 15 minutes and the camera never moves. And I'm like, okay, I got ADD or something. We got to move on. <laughs> but then something's got to happen. Something's got to change because I'm, oh, it panned once. Oh, heavens. You know, that stuff doesn't hold up as Sweet well. Sweet special effects. <laughs> a, lo- <laughs> a lot. And also with all the old styles of acting, where everybody talked like this. See, doesn't really pan out this day. See? Yeah. See? <laughs> This is true. I'll get you and you'll get yours. You're all wet. Yeah. So it will be more than just Star Wars, but you can bet there will be uh, a pretty big Star Wars section. There better be. Especially since the dang building looks like Jabba's palace. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) 
Are they still going with that theme? It's the same design. Now they've they've uh, as a compromise. I guess. Well, there was some some compromises made, so they scaled it down, so it's not quite as big. It's only I don't know three hundred thousand million square feet, but uh, <laughs> so they they, they it's, it's just they a minor arcology. <laughs> and actually, I think they've they've uh, negotiated um, exactly uh, where it was going to go to. Um, uh, the Bears, the Chicago Bears, of course, were concerned about loss of parking space, so they've made yeah, some compromises that actually increases parking for the Bears. Yeah, and that's something they built, need so. because uh, that revenue stream is gigantic. I hope they put a big idea how much it costs a job. Oh, I can't even. I wow. <laughs> I know. I remember we parked. Uh, we parked on the lakeside last game. We went to eighty-five bucks. Oh dear God, eighty-five bucks. Wow. Okay. Yo. Damn. That's not like average parking, <laughs> that surface, you know, but like, it's not like we, 85 bucks meant we had a handicapped spot and just, you know, fell out of the so car many, and into I mean, the how stadium. Many, how many people does the stadium hold? Jeez, I don't know. Football, 80, 80, yay! 80,000? A lot? 80,000? Uh, 60,000? Many thousands. <laughs> I have no idea how much that Jeez. ugly anus of 80, a football so field. 20, I don't know, 40, 10. Oh, God. What are you doing right now over there, math, Rain Man? man. <laughs> are you are you just like picturing the seats in your head and going, okay, there's eight in the row? Mike, it holds 61,500 people. Yeah. 61,500 people. Okay, so 61,500. <laughs> well, it's not 85 for everybody that parks. I know that. But I'll bet you it's more than 30. It's and not four, every four people per car, so that's 15,000 yeah. cars times 85 bucks. Holy God in heaven. Yeah. That's 1.3 million a game. Yep. <laughs> another another fun fact, uh, Lambo. I'm opening a parking is lot. Over yeah. eighty thousand. No crap. For all you Bears fans. Well, there you go. Lambo. Lambo. Why are you telling Bears fans about? Because he's trying to poke and prod. <laughs> he's, he's trying, trying to. to how many, how many Mike cars? Gets it. Mike gets it. How many cars can you park in hell? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold down there. <laughs> down. They only have. Yeah, because it's hell. Figure it out. Howie doesn't get it. <laughs> You drive down to hell, you drink watered down beer. Usually hell's pretty warm. They make you wear a cheese foam thing on your head. Well, speaking of hell, there is a special place in hell for the shat. The oh, shat is hitting the fan. Oh, the boys. shat. The William <laughs> William Shatner. Jefferson. I don't know what his middle initial is. William Jefferson Davis Shatner. <laughs> William Jefferson Davis Tiberius. <laughs> yeah, Shatner. Yeah. Shatner. Of, of Iowa. For those who don't know, Shatner's kind of taking it on his own shoulders to, uh, I don't know. Shatner's kind of shatted onto his own shoes. (laughs) He is, uh, he's got a personal vendetta against The Force Awakens. Apparently. Any reason why you think that might be the case? Media horror! Or maybe, you know... (laughs) JJ didn't put him in the Star Trek film. And no, his, his buddy got in there, but uh, he uh, didn't. So. I don't know because you know he already died. Yeah, he did. His he buddy did. died. Yes, yeah, right. I, uh, he got scaffolding fell on him. Yeah, he died under a bridge. Oh yeah, spoiler. <laughs> and for now, he's cursed to forever troll Star Wars fans because <laughs> he was under a bridge. You get it? Well, he's trolled he to the point it. that the Guardian is now like reporting. The three Billy Goats Gruff. <laughs> Yeah, that's one. Yeah. He's trolled him to the to the point where the Guardian is now uh, reporting on his tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess this started pretty early with the uh, with the first trailer and our first introduction to BB-8. Yeah, I guess he says that uh, Jar Jar Binks now has competition for the worst Star Wars character ever. That's ridiculous. In BB-8, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yep. So BB-8 yeah, right here takes it. I think most people would uh, disagree with that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. 
I think BB-8 was probably the start of that first trailer, if I'm not mistaken. That was what everybody was buzzing on at that time. Tweaking right? oh, yeah. on. Tweaking on, right? Now, well, this is coming from a guy who was in a show where one of the villains <laughs> was a dude under a carpet moving around. <laughs> this is coming from a dude on a show where one of the villains was a bunch of piles of hair that were swept off of an Italian barbershop floor. This, this is a dude on a show where the evil aliens had a butt for a head. <laughs> this is a dude on a show where they painted one group of people black on one side and white on the other <laughs> and then had their enemy group of people painted black on the other side and white on the first side. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Race, racism, this. Mike. This is a dude it. who was on a show who had Ron Howard's younger brother as a little kid villain <laughs> oh, with a creepy oh. adult dubbed voice over it. Oh, that's Clint Howard, the most terrifying looking adult <laughs> and child ever to walk the earth oh, well most goodness. recently uh mr shatner has been shatting all over uh, captain phasma and poe dameron what um apparently his oh, most recent tweets basically he's saying that uh jj's boring a little too closely from battlestar galactica and space 1999 he's saying phasma looks like a cylon yes he is oh yeah i guess he's kind of right uh, I think I think Phasma looks more uh, like a stormtrooper yeah. myself. The yeah, stormtrooper that has yeah. you know chrome. chrome. <laughs> that's like, the well, only thing that kind of carries I mean, William, over. William Shatner's whole point is here is like this robot's metallic. <laughs> what? Captain Phasma's metallic. Clearly, one's rip off of another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how you can draw any other conclusion. <laughs> I'm doing a, the worst William Shatner of all time, but I'm enjoying it. Robots have have always been metal, and this character is, wear, is wearing metal. It's just a copy of this robot. We can all we can all agree Obviously. on that, right? Also, my DeLorean, copy of a robot. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys aren't on top of this. Human, <laughs> human, human. So yes, that's the comparison he's making here. Now the. I love I love Captain Kirk. William Shatner is a professional level A grade troll, and and and, 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 he and, he knows what and he's doing, right? I applaud him for it because if people are actually getting mad at him for this stuff, then high five to William Shatner because he is just he is he can troll, but be like, no, he's old and rich. He wouldn't dick us around. He's in the sci fi genre. It's like I do you get it? William Shatner will do anything because just to just to try because reasons because oh, yeah. reasons. reasons the right. dude just likes doing stuff all right now i do want you to click on the article there mr Corey. oh sweet so mercy the shat yes the shatner article and scroll down a little bit and you'll see the phasma and and the, the cylon and then right underneath this is what he's talking about keep going down we'll, we'll see, see phasma doesn't have a big metal wiener sticking no, out the top he does of not <laughs> but that's what he's talking about with poe dameron <laughs> yeah that's that's even uh further <laughs> yeah than the <laughs> Cylon. Well, and what did he? What is this character even from? Space, oh, space 1999. Uh, when did Space 1999 well, come out? Because that looks an awful lot like uh, the spa- one of the spacesuits from 1999. Well, probably. I mean, I'm sure it did not actually. Uh, hey, here, here's the thing. He's like, he's like, the well, title. they're copying off of these, you know, these pulp, you know, these old pulp shows and blah blah blah. You know, orange is a color that you cannot use twice. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> it's already well, been used. You have to find another the color. Thing, the thing of it is, let's think about face value for for a minute. I mean, all I mean, Star Wars is based on all of that. This is like Flash Gordon serial stuff. Man. Right, I mean, but some of the design choices later on were not. 
I mean, True. they were all heavily the modified. Sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, by the time the movies came out, the styles, the visual styles were heavily modified compared to the glitzy, chromed out craziness and like the robes, the robes in those old sci-fi serials didn't look like, oh, these are people who just wear robes. They looked like, oh, this guy is a wizard in space. You well, know? What I'm saying is that, I mean, that's where Lucas's original, his his inspiration came from anyway. So to, to say that this is the case, it's like, well, yeah, that's the original inspiration. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm not, but nothing surprising here. But I mean, back to what you're saying. I mean, obviously he's trolling, just trying to get people to. Well, listen, to talk, did Battlestar but, Galactica originally rip off a of Star Wars anyway? Mm, um, I, I don't remember when Battlestar first aired. Yeah, I thought it came out in '78. Yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. I, well, BB-8 I mean, it was certainly seemed to have an opinion about it. I mean, it was obviously <laughs> compared to it at the time, but I, yeah, I uh, don't care enough about the original Battlestar to to offer a, a fair opinion of that. But it wasn't the final season in like '82. Uh, there is, yeah. Maybe even earlier than that. I mean, it was only like two or three years. 1980, And then two or three years later, they did the movie or whatever where they actually make it to Earth. So arguably, the shape <laughs> of so the Cylon cool. head is patterned after Darth Vader's helmet. Mic drop. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my, my, now, my microphone has a chrome grill. It's copied off a robot. I'm sorry. I'm, that, I'm not going to be able to get over that. My, my KitchenAid, the bowl on my KitchenAid is chrome. It's looks like a robot. <laughs> it's a toaster. Oh. Oh, that's what they called them. Yes, they did. I get it now. Wow, oh. Battlestar jokes. Oh. <laughs> that's Battlestar jokes for you. Well, did you guys see this uh this YouTube video that came out here recently where they kind of bombarded and I can't I I can't remember if it was Entertainment Weekly or who put this together, but uh actually I'm going to pull it up here real quick and try to find out. Oh, no, I get an advertisement. What are we talking so about, mind. Mike? Uh, apparently there was a video put out by Vanity Fair. That's who did this. Ooh. And, uh, they basically brought, uh, brought JJ in and, and, uh, had a bunch of people asking a bunch of questions. They gave him an iPad and there was videos on there. And, uh, I don't know everybody from like, um, Oh God, who's the joke. Who's the new Joker guy? Leto. Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Jared Leto. Leto. It's not Leto. You okay. pro magnet. Wait. Oh, that's a dead. I can't miss those opportunities. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. Yeah. So, yes, Jared Leto was on there saying, Why didn't you cast me as Chewbacca? So, most of it was crazy, <laughs> right? Because you're five foot six. Right. That's you're why. You're not hairy enough. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> we sha- we shaved you. Right. So, but, uh, but apparently, uh, George Lucas uh, was one of those that uh, bombarded. Uh, <laughs> JJ with a question. Did they have him on there in video and he goes, hi, my name is George. <laughs> uh, I don't think he introduced himself. He just jumped in and asked the question and his question was, um, whatever happened to Darth Vader's grandchildren? <laughs> wow. What happened to my cannon ass? <laughs> his cannon ass? So, uh, J- what yours is JJ it? just starts <laughs> laughing and, and basically says, George, you, you, I, you're the one that has the answers to that kind of thing. Blah, blah, blah. So it was just, uh, uh, the whole thing was meant to just be a fun exchange. Camera or whatever, pans but, back uh, and Shatner standing there g- giggling and George high fives him and they run <laughs> off together. <laughs> arm in arm. Like yeah, the yeah, skipping. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I guess some people are reading into, trying to read into this, you know, was that a little dig or something that, you know, you know, I, I don't know, you know, did you, you know, I, I had something going on and you guys didn't use it and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, Anything there? Uh, no, no, no. Just fun. People are reading into way too much. Or not enough. Dun, yep. dun, dun. Or should we care? 
Or just right. I, 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 I don't know. I, I didn't tell you. Yeah, I still, I still personally think that George is, you know, I, well, he sold it off and, and he's fine and, and dandy and everything else, but his heart's still with Star Wars. And I think he, on some level, at least wishes that, uh, like some of his ideas that he had passed along. I, we, we, and we reported this a few months ago that he had started developing an episode seven. Hold on, hold on. Sorts. Mike, you're getting perilously close to humanizing George Lucas. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we're not on this podcast here. Yeah, you're on the wrong no, podcast. No, 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 no. I, I'm not, it's not, it's not saying George Lucas is the devil. It's just saying, remember, he doesn't operate on the same plane as the normies. Right. You know, there's no, he doesn't, I, I don't think he like sits in his bed at night, pulls his covers up under his chin and his lip quivers and he thinks Star Wars, <laughs> honestly, I, like, I don't know. I kind of see that myself. I mean, but. Yeah. He, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it was his baby. Yeah, obviously, it was. But to the point that, that he he uh, didn't bring in any other directors and anything in these prequels. I mean, he just did it himself. He's like, screw everybody. Yeah, fine. <laughs> and, and knows how that panned out. Yeah, yeah. It made all the money, but not right. all the. It, they're not as timeless. Let's just say as no, the first three. No, of course not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's really, or, or if he's of the mindset where he can fold his arms and go, ha ha, enjoy trying to hit the impossible target jerks. <laughs> you know, I honestly don't know where he is. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really hope he calls people jerks. That <laughs> Song jerks. <laughs> Smell you later. Jerks. <laughs> Well, Gwendolyn and Christie also in the news this week, boys. Ooh, Entertainment yeah. Weekly is an article. Brianna yeah. Tarth, yes. And also Captain Phasma, for those who don't know. Oh. Does anybody, okay, comment not to sound sexist? No. Yeah, well, it's going to happen anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does anybody think that she wears really strange makeup when she's not in character? She know. doesn't look, I mean, if on a close-up <laughs> shot where you don't see that she's, you know, as tall as she is. <laughs> Click on I don't, article. I don't even I don't recognize her. Really? In a lot of her like interview shots and stuff. I don't obviously as Brienne of Tarth, the, the makeup is extraordinarily she's supposed to look like she's wearing none. So when she's all dolled up, I'm like, I don't I, you look funny to me. She but does. when she's not, she doesn't look funny to me, and that's what throws me off. The one thing I looking at the picture, she does seem to and a lot of pictures that I've seen with her, she doesn't use a lot of lipstick. That's yeah, sure. that and that's predominantly <laughs> what I'm talking about is the lipstick and the smile. She never also never smiles in Game of Thrones ever, right. ever, True. ever. Right? Yeah. So All her frowning. smile, I'm like, who are you? What is this weirdness? <laughs> but yeah, the lipstick is always on pretty thick, and yeah. it freaks me out a little well, bit. Of course, I think she looks nice. Most of the she time, doesn't look bad. It's well, just different. most of the time we do see her at red carpet and and events like that. So we don't necessarily see her in just like interview mode or things like that. At least I have. Maybe she's trying out the new Star Wars. Uh, Makeup line and it's really bad. Yeah, maybe she's that's wearing, how she, she looks she, underneath the mask. She's wearing that. The, the shade on her lip is called a three PO lefty. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because it's you know. Yeah, red arm. I got it. You're welcome. Thanks. Well, she was recently interviewed in this article with Entertainment Weekly, talking about Captain Phasma and and uh, talked talked a little bit about you know um, I don't know how this should you know, be a good role model, I guess, for girls, things like that. And and she kind of points to the fact, and we talked about this, I don't know, a few casts ago. A good role model for girls. All women should not, take up a rifle and hunt a man. No, that's not, that's not what she's saying. What no, she's saying sword. is that 
it's this is a type of role that it's not and hunt a woman. It's 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 not a well, role where she's sexualized. Girl. Basically, I mean, this is a role where you know she's behind a uniform and and it's all about her performance and about the character and not about you know lipstick and and curves and and all that stuff. Yeah. And so I've got you know I can respect her for that that type of thing. And and actually I think in the next cast we're going to have a little bit of discussion about kind of the females and and females uh, in the new canon and things like that. But uh, anyway, so, she, you know, she brings us up and just, I don't know, just trying to get some reactions from you guys on this. Any My thoughts? reactions is I agree with her wholeheartedly in the role that she's in. Yeah. But let, don't let listeners, don't let that be what you, what, oh, let me back up. Don't let that influence where you think I might fall when we talk about this in the next podcast on the, the number of female heroes and villains that are showing up in the other media right. for star Wars, like right. books and comics and stuff like that. So are I you might have teasing? a completely different song, but are you teasing for next episode? We are. He, he did. And I'm expanding on it because when it comes to her role, I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, I don't think it, I don't believe it was originally written for a female. We kind of know it wasn't right. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But I also, that's one side of a coin. That's okay. Here's someone playing a role right. that can play the role. Then there's the other side of the coin where it's like, we need to populate things with as many equal rights opportunities as yes, possible right. to the point where it's like, oh, we've right. we've made a definite shift without right. justifying the shift. And uh, what I mean by that is, you know, canonically, uh, you know, in the fiction, if in the original trilogy and even in the prequels, we had no female antagonists, but now we're suddenly we have more female antagonists than male antagonists. Yeah. Without any justification in, in those same organizations, right, right. that's not a yeah. good thing. Let's not because get it, too far into this. It's not uh, justified by yeah, the fiction. Right, Someone didn't yeah. say, oh, Reel it back. Uh, they, uh, they uh, throw a disease out that killed all the dudes. That would piss me off. But in the case of talking about an actress playing a role right. that is not, be, you know, it's not because she's female. Right. Exactly. I'm like, it's because yep, absolutely. Because they felt like she Hand was going to be the best, the best person for the job. Yeah. So, exactly. And that kind of thing is like, yeah, yeah. Roll. Keep going. Right. More of that. I mean, even to the point, I mean, they're talking about the, the uniform itself and, and I'll, I'll kind of leave it with this, but I mean, the uniform itself, normally when we have, or at least when we've seen portrayals, usually when we see a portrayal of a, of a, of a female villain or even a female in a stormtrooper costume, mm-hmm. it's form fitted and we see the curves and all that stuff that's not the case here yeah we cosplay don't, basically yeah yeah that <laughs> but we don't got boob holes. Yeah, right exactly we don't have Wait, a chest plate with uh <laughs> with certain areas for things to pop out so what uh, i think i t- said that pretty plainly uh, well, you would, that would be bb boobies bb's <laughs> yeah i yeah so yeah i i agree and the, uh, honestly the best part is looking at looking at the character of Captain Phasma. I don't even know if the helmet ever comes off in the movie. We don't. We have no clue. But the yet. fact of the matter is, there's nothing to say what the gender of that character is, and that leaves but, it open. That leaves it open for the potential that there could be female stormtroopers all over the place that are just you know the right. same height as the dude stormtroopers. Yeah. And there's nothing saying either way, right. and that's fine. I mean, we never in the original you know trilogy we never saw a stormtrooper with their helmet off. We never saw Boba Fett take his helmet off. So there's no reason to believe that we're actually going to see. Captain Phasma take her helmet off. Right. No clue. Good right. point. Good Not point. until we see. Gotta wait a month. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'll get her, she'll get decapitated the first 10 minutes if the prequels are any type of oh. <laughs> wow. Shut wow. up. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> Keep buying those action figures, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, speaking about females in uh, film, uh, apparently recently IGN is reporting that uh, Carrie Fisher and Daisy Ridley had a little conversation. Oh, and uh, this was, <laughs> so I guess, awkward. Ridley, Ridley kind of explains that it was a little uncomfortable, but uh, <laughs> so Carrie Fisher was very adamant about... Uh, don't take any stuff from from them. Don't let them put you in a slave costume. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they put a seat on that bike you have to ride. <laughs> I mean, what kind of like old grizzled? Right. Don't don't let them make them do anything you're not comfortable with. It's like, ma'am, it's been it's been a well, while. I read through this, and I the way I kind of took it. I mean. Don't take your top off for Star Wars. I mean, Carrie Fisher has a way of, of delivering things in a Carrie Fisher way. Yeah. Okay. She, yeah. It, she's like, it, she's not filtering the coffee. No. You know, it's get, you're getting so, the grains and all. So Carrie Fisher, I, I think her message was noble to yeah. her. Oh, sure. Basically what she was saying to, to Daisy Ridley is don't let them force you into doing stuff that you don't want to do. Which is exactly right. And, you know, we want to believe that the filmmakers are all, you know, full of altruism and that it's a different day and age and that right. we wouldn't do that because, you know, I mean, look, here we are where we've got toy news related to how people are st- continually reacting to the slave Leia toys. Right, right. Oh, dude. And More I, slave well, Leia news coming teasing up, Teasing it, teasing it. But, um, but, like, in this day and age, we think, yeah, we've got the sensibilities to not do that. But it doesn't matter. She's been through it. Yeah, it, right. you know, back in the seventies, right. and, and she it, well, yeah. Well, if anybody has a right to talk about it, that would and, be her. And I, I think it's one of those issues where, you know, I, I struggle with because it's like, you know, when objectifying you objectifying women. Well, when you with them, when you have a a story that you need to portray, and you have bad things happen, and or you're put in a situation you might not be comfortable with. Are we saying, well, I don't feel comfortable with this, so we're not going to do the story? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but if the yeah, I I do know I do know what you're saying, but at the same time, I will say that even as a child, I always remember thinking that the Jabba's Palace thing was creepy. Yeah, like I, I always remember feeling the most des- sure. like desperate, the most like in despair for Leia, right? Because it right. was like she's chained up and not wearing her clothes, and he's all trying yeah. to lick her and stuff, and that's right. messed yeah. up. Right. Then I got old. And I'm like, she's hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when I was <laughs> a child, I, yeah, that I'm was with you. Exactly. affected me deeply. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, sure that's did. just one angle of it. Right. But I, I feel like it's it's also a trope to get caught in these days. Storytelling almost is required to be a little more sophisticated, not just to be PC, but just because all that old damsel in distress stuff just doesn't work as well anymore. Yeah. Why do you think that the end of frozen wasn't about kissing a dude? It was about loving your sister. Oh, spoiler. I know. Thanks man. Dude. Ruined it. But that that's, that's the whole thing. It's like, you kind of got to work around those tropes anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, but at the same time, I, I guess I don't, I want to balance here though. I don't, I don't want it. So, so PC and so sophisticated, especially this is a space opera for crying out loud. You know what I mean? That we're we're scared to, to is explore it? sexuality at all. Do you think this is going to be a space opera or do you think it's going to be a sci-fi? I don't know. We'll I know. Who knows? I don't know. Apocalypse tie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Sweet. But, Love I, the smell but, but what I'm saying is, morning. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want, like I said, and I don't know, maybe we'll get into this a little bit in our discussion in the next episode, but I, I don't want these films to to be afraid to to scratch sexuality at you know at at any cost you know yeah I mean there's talk about and we'll get into this in the next episode too about retiring the Leia costume yep I mean 
I don't know. I just think people are taking it too far. I don't know. I, I just, I just, well, there's a way to do, <laughs> there's a way to do those things tastefully and still portray what you're trying to do. And, and to cut it out completely is to say, I don't I, think, I think it's ridiculous. I don't think there's anything wrong with teenage lust for Leia in a bikini. <laughs> I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. It's I just don't. natural. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I agree with you on a personal level. But acknowledging where we are society-wise, I don't think you know. I'm playing the devil's advocate. Now wait a minute. Be careful about society because we have TV shows that basically are these reality shows where half of the show is people naked people in hot tubs together boning. I mean that's that's reality TV nowadays. What shows do you watch? (laughs) But you don't go to middle school like you don't. I, I don't think. The middle schools are rife with 11-year-old boys going, oh, did you watch Big Brother last night? <laughs> Those shows are pretty much aimed at, you know, the 18 to 45 sure. demographic, sure. sadly. And uh, and and I, I've never been able to stand any of them personally, so I know that I'm biased and, and probably not representing accurately, but... I, I don't think those are the things that kids are into. Kids will get into this one way or the other because there's laser beams and laser swords and laser, I don't know, hair, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, I, I, laser I don't, hair. Yeah. I'm probably going to cut us off here because we're, we're getting into this conversation. It's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah guys. Tune in next week. <laughs> Please do. Like Please do. Six, All right. For this episode, we are done now. Well, the last one I have real quick, I'm going to touch on this and then we're going to turn it over to Garrick is uh, uh, we have Hollywood Reporter um, had an interview recently with uh, with John Boyega and uh, Daisy Ridley about uh, the cusp of stardom that these two are on. And um, I'm not going to get into all the details about uh, the um, the writing the white dragon of stardom. Yeah, I would encourage you to go to uh, betterkind.com to click on the show notes for episode 64 and, and read it for yourself. It's a very interesting um, very detailed and they go into a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of discussion about, you know, what, how, you know, how they came into the roles and, and all that good stuff. Um, the one thing that I, I, the one takeaway that I will kind of share with everybody and get your reactions on, it was interesting to me because these guys, you know, obviously they're experiencing a lot more than they've ever experienced in their lives already, but they're, they're they really haven't crossed the threshold yet. I mean, the, the movie's not even out. I mean, I think once this is out, you know, these guys are going to be catapulted in the stratosphere and I don't even think they can, you know, imagine what life's going to be like for them after the fact. So oh, yeah. it's just interesting hearing these guys because I, I think they realize that too, especially Boyega, because they were pretty direct with him about, um, you know, what it's your like. life and, is over. And basically, yeah, basically right now he's saying <laughs> Jason, like, your soul is now mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's pretty candid when he says he's like, you know, life hasn't really changed too much for me yet, but <laughs> But we're we're kind of gearing up for it, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We put an extra set of fences around the uh, the the brownstone. We uh... <laughs> now. What do you guys think, though? I mean, are they are they going to be catapulted into the stratosphere? You know, or is this or is it Hayden Christensen and and Jake Lloyd? You know, I don't it know. Depends. Are they annoying? Yeah, I, I, we'll find <laughs> That's out. That's a good point. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, Jake Lloyd was horribly annoying, also miscast, and also didn't have a director who could tell him to not be annoying because he didn't know better. Right. Also, Hayden Christensen, a good actor, really annoying, didn't have a director to tell him to stop being annoying. That's, yeah. yeah. It's JJ this time, not George. So. Exactly. You know, it's not like everybody from the Star Trek reboots is out there, you know, hiding We're, from people and, and, you know, getting into drunken car chases and stuff like that. I mean, that. everybody's... On, I'm, well, I mean, the, who's the 
Who's the the guy that plays Kirk? Chris Pine. Yeah, he, I mean, he's doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Shat. Oh, he's showing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah robots. Shat. Everything's robots. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Chris Pine. Nobody's hurt by Chris that. Chris Pine for doing sure. very well. He's been in a lot of very high exposure films, and he's got uh, new ones coming up. And I think he's actually going to have an on again, off again role in a TV show that's coming up. But I can't remember <gasps> anything about what? that. Yeah, just kind of dipping in and out of a, of a show. No, I'm not. I'm not teasing. Him. I'm not okay. talking about Star Trek. Or anything. Oh, okay. Uh, for all I know, I don't know. They've not told us anything about that except for the fact that they're going to murder it by only showing it on CBS All Access or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, everybody involved in that has Chris Pine's character's taken off. Obviously, Uhura, I can't remember the actress's name, but you know, she, she was popular. Yeah, too, Zoe Zaldana, she plays Gamora. Uh, Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. But everybody else is kind of, well, other than Simon Pegg, who was maintaining yeah. a level of stardom. Um, everybody else is just kind of it's doing fair. their thing, sure. right? You know, mm-hmm. now Star yeah, Wars is know, different than Star Cumberbatch, you know, right? It is. Well, like it or not, Star Trek fans, Cumberbatch walked into Star. I here here's my thing. I don't know if Star Trek technically accelerated Cumberbatch's career that much because oh, when no, he, he was already on up, yeah, like he was already the hottest commodity when he got cast in the in Into Darkness. Is he even that hot? Oh, I mean, he's so doing hot. things. He yeah. is. Well, here's the thing. That's that's the thing. He's not doing everything, right? But he doesn't have any room in his schedule. He's doing the things that he wants to do. Yeah. And yeah, he is. He is one of the hottest tickets right now. It's just the fact that a do you have something that fits him? Most of the garbage that comes out won't fit a wonky looking, tall, chiseled, very, 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 very British guy. You know, but, I did like him with the Boston accent in Black Bass, though. That was and, interesting. And don't forget about John Cho. I think he really started picking up after Star Trek. Did it? Did he? Because he's, he's been in a lot of TV series, but I mean, he'd already had his own movie series and stuff like that before that with Harold and Kumar and stuff. Like it just that. seemed like after Star Trek, it, it, it may have been coincidence, but it just seemed like I started seeing him in a lot more things. A lot, definitely a lot more adult roles, a lot less of the goofy comedy stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's just. It's not, but none of them have had their necks broken by the whiplash acceleration, you know. Yeah. And none of them so, are space bear hot. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, well, none of them are approaching one that. One thing velocity. is for sure. I mean, at least their images are going to be immortalized now, right? I mean, right. I, uh, Hayden Christensen, you know, and Natalie Portman. I mean, they're immortalized. We see them all the time. Yeah. So, um, yep. And uh, well, I don't, we don't see Hayden Christensen all the time anymore. <laughs> I don't know. No, not all the time. I, no, very, not, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about oh, his their, image, their image as part of the, the Star Wars universe. Now, That's what I'm talking good about. or bad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I, but I got high hopes. I mean, these two seem like, and from what we've seen, what little we've seen, it seems like the characters that they're playing aren't going to be the kind of characters that you just want to murder with your fists. Right. Well, <laughs> and I can tell you, I can tell you if you read That's this true. article too, you're going to, they seem like, I mean, they're young, you know, early 20 somethings they seem very level-headed and 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 good people so right so we're, we're hoping for the best for them so all right well that well, means it's time for the parkins bite of the week again hey uh, i don't know if you've seen that episode one the phantom menace but it had a dude in it by the name of liam neathan Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. That movie, maybe mm-hmm. contrary to some popular belief, actually had some physical sets built. What? And they built them before they really had it solid about Liam Neeson being in the movie. 
Now, here's the thing about Liam Neeson. That dude's a tall drink of water. Mm-hmm. And at 6'4", he couldn't fit through almost all the doorways they'd built on the sets. So they had to go back and rebuild all the doorways to the tune of $150,000. <laughs> oh, whoa. Did they well, just that's, put, that's a drop in the bucket for George, though, right? Yeah, that's a man. lot of money strictly on your door expansion budget. <laughs> True. You know? Did they just put a little bump on the top of the door so his head just <laughs> Doesn't it make you want underneath? to go back and just see if there's like a head-sized notch in the top of every door? <laughs> Can you just yeah, exactly. edit that so that one minute he's behind the door, the next minute he's in front of the door? I would just say he uh, make him an, an ex-stormtrooper and he just hits his head every there time he go. goes through a doorway. Every time. Makes Every perfect time. sense to me, but hey, me too. who am I to judge? It's time for the Toy Report. Yay, about time. Speaking of judging. Not too much. Hey. hey, man. Hey, man. What? You guys heard of Amazon? Yeah, the man. The, uh, not the, uh, the river or the uh, really rainforest. Beefy Wonder chicks. Woman? Yes. Okay, Wonder sweet. Woman. The physical yeah. bookstore that I could go to in Seattle or something? Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. I did hear that. That's weird. Yeah. No, Amazon, the online retailer. Oh, that yes. guy. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. The for, ones that have the robot who's in charge of all the Autobots. Amazon right, Prime. Right, right, that's right. the one. Yes. yes. No, that's his wife. Oh my bad. Oh. Amazon Prime. Amazon yes. Prime. She was in charge of all the Autobots for a right. while. He right. took her name actually, which kind of that guess, is weird. Says a lot. <laughs> that's yeah. actually no, not, that's, that's not normal that on different. Cybertron. That's not actually the way they usually do. Decepticons don't do it that. It was kind of a hippy dippy thing. So. But it's all right. Maybe it's hyphenated. I don't Maybe. know. It could be. Anyway, Amazon.com has a Prime membership. Wow. If you're a member of this Prime membership, as of I don't know when, because I just found out, Plastic <laughs> Galaxy is now free to view on Amazon Instant Video. Have you guys heard of this Plastic Galaxy? I have Do- not. From you. Yes, it is a yep. documentary that is oh. based solely around collecting Star Wars action figures and paraphernalia really Sweet. yes so i watched this uh real quick on this uh i'm not gonna do a full review but if you guys want to see some hardcore triple x deep throating oh. shelf porn oh <laughs> you guys have got to check this out because it is amazing just i i don't know actually know what the documentary was about i'm just kind of <laughs> staring at the background the whole time like yeah Oh, yeah. Did you have a, one of those oh, little yeah. kidney bean shaped barb bowls that you get at hospitals and just under your oh, chin yeah. for all the drool leaking yeah. out of your face? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen some stuff I've never seen before and I was quite impressed. But yeah, it's definitely worth a check out, especially if you have Amazon Prime. It's free right now. Not sure how long it's free for, but I have the Amazon Prime. I should get on that. Yeah, it's, it's it kind of it's kind of interesting to go through the whole history of the Star Wars collecting like from basically from the beginning to when Hasbro bought them out in the what, early two or early 1990s or whatever. Kenner. Yeah. They bought Kenner and kind of dissolved them. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's really cool. Really cool. Check it out. I will do so. Yes. And speaking of Amazon, they have now, or they did on their website, an exclusive Amazon seven figure pack. Seven. Seven figures. figures. Yeah. Heck? Check this out. Yeah, man. Three and three quarter inch figures. It's called the Star Wars, the Force Awakens, 3.75 inch figure troop builder six pack, which is kind of kind of weird because there's seven in there, but they call it a six pack. I don't get that. I guess because one of them is Captain Phasma, which is kind of cool. But yeah, right now it's on pre-order or it was. It's currently unavailable, but it might go back up. 
So is, are these the highly articulated figures, or is why don't you the... see for yourself, Mike? No, uh, they're I'm trying to they be conversational, a... <laughs> Corey. <laughs> they only have five points of articulation, but classic Star Wars. Yeah, but when right. it first went up on on pre order, they were it was only I think fifty or sixty dollars. But for six figures, um, under ten dollars each is almost unheard of. And uh, this is pretty much all you need to yeah. basically invade a playset. It, it is. is all the all the troopers because it comes. Let's see here, it comes with Captain Phasma. A Tie Pilot, yeah, uh, a Flame Trooper, a regular snow Storm Trooper, a that, Flame Trooper, yeah, the Snow uh, Trooper. Fire. You said Flame Trooper twice. It was a Snow Trooper up above. Might be two of them. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> no, it's a Snow <laughs> Trooper. What appears to be a, a Riot Trooper, I yeah, guess, with, something, and uh, a heavy weapons demolition trooper. I yeah. suppose he looks like I he's got charges on his satchel. Yeah, that's twice. I've no, said no, isn't there actually satchel. two different Tie Pilots? Not uh, in this yeah, set, but the they're elite, actually... There's the elite pilot, but that's, okay. that one's not in, in this, this set. One. Yeah, Howie. Yeah. You're Which talking is... crazy talk. <laughs> I'm just telling you <laughs> how deficient this set is. <laughs> it's it's missing one there. of the troopers. Yes, it is so deficient. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if this ever goes back up online, we have a... a, a it co- oh, yeah, it comes with 14 accessories, including like a, a sit-down uh, gun. I'm looking something. at that... Yeah, the, that turret. I'm looking at yeah. the uh, riot trooper, and I'm really interested in sort of that kind of a baton. shotgun looking yes. thing or yeah baton. it looks like a billy club or something yeah like it, it yeah it's like a billy club but it's really thick as if maybe i don't know he also comes with i guess he's got a blaster with him like a normal blaster yeah. rifle so yeah it's a it's a lightsaber yeah maybe that <laughs> hey if all the troopers are to you know trained to fight lightsabers maybe that thing could take a hit who knows that'd be sweet yeah so keep an eye on it maybe some we'll go back in it yeah Ooh. No, it's magnetically shielded. Jeez. Oh, Jeez, on, Mike. Come on. Yo, Use, your dad, on. Dad, yo. Use your thinker. Ah, Interesting Mike. stuff. Yes. And and the, the box that actually comes in is kind of a work of art in itself. It's like a cube yeah, shape, cool. but it folds out and it has a different display area for each trooper and kind of a little picture. Oh, man. That a populates a shelf all by itself. You just pick oh, it up yeah. and accordion the thing out. Heck yeah. That's so it's really actually cool. very nice for shelf people. So I'm hoping this gets back online someday, hopefully. So yeah, there's that. So guys, we mentioned some Slave Leia earlier in the episode. Yep. Apparently, uh, Disney like- is signing the old Emancipation Proclamation on yeah, that one. Exactly. <laughs> oh, According to uh, MakingStarWars.net, there was a rumor going around that you know there was a bunch of uh, that one guy a while back we talked about. I wouldn't it. give my kids a thing that says slave <laughs> on it. It's three plus. I wouldn't give that to my three. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but apparently uh, someone uh, came across a Facebook post from one of the uh, uh, I guess Star Wars artists named J. Scott Campbell, who is saying pretty much they're wiping out the slave outfit from all future products. Period. And J. Scott Campbell, I, I know you guys probably don't know him, but he's one of the co-creators of... Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, he says we're not allowed to uh, uh, portray Sle- uh, Leia in a sexual or any kind of, uh, you know, image on, in the comics, sexy pose, oh, you know, that kind of oh, stuff. like the big ass. A thousand, yeah. saw last week. <laughs> a thousand yeah. hentai drawings just screamed <laughs> out and were suddenly silenced. Yeah, but I, I don't know if you know Jay... You, probably, you don't know J. Scott Campbell, but oh, he's no, we one hang of the, out all the time. He's one of the co-creators of uh, Danger dip. Girl. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure if Disney meant just he wasn't allowed to do it. 
<laughs> yeah, or maybe. For those of you not familiar everyone. with uh, with Danger Girl comic series, let's just call it's not bad. It's not a bad comic, but it is also wank fodder. It's not technically nice. porn. It's but not, it is. but it's like the clothes are on, but the you know are they're they though? Very are bulbous. They? Are they? Very are bulbous they portray- portrayals. Nice. The, the women are very. <laughs> well, then maybe these tweets were him uh, yeah. being pissed off <laughs> yeah, about Disney it. Disney told me I can't draw danger, Leia. <laughs> That's my bread and butter, man. <laughs> I make yeah. my boobs and butt. That's how I make the money. I got a new favorite comic. <laughs> <laughs> I just Googled that. Ooh. Yeah, right? I know. Hmm. But it's, I thought that was pretty interesting that that one guy could. Uh, He's now, this he has action. since just. I don't know if you saw this. I think it came out today or yesterday that he has since come out and said, nah, I, I don't have any authority. I'm not, you know, I'm yeah, just, he's, right, he's right. basically said that this isn't official channels. None of this is official, blah, blah, blah. But right. I, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if that's oh, what the conversation not. is on the inside of Disney, especially with them moving more toward the uh, force awakens and beyond type of figures that, yeah, I can see them let just, you know, letting it, not maybe discontinuing, but let it, go for quite a while. Well, I, until- I, I mean, yeah. I mean, why officially discontinue it? I mean, I can understand. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to put out, you know, that, that one that we put out that with that six inch figure. Yeah. That sucked. And we didn't sell any of them. Let's not do that again. I can understand that conversation, but you know, trying to say that, Oh, we, you know, you know, we live in a different day and age and that we can never you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, like we were talking about before Drink. and, <laughs> and <laughs> we will be talking about in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope that's not the conversation. I'm hoping that the conversation is because it just wasn't a moneymaker. No, know, it's not. This time and around. But I'm every surprised time they Mike make it, it looks like trash. I'm yeah. surprised Mike right. can string a coherent sentence together because I'm just clicking through Google Image search. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <right now. laughs> that's pretty sweet. Speaking of, well, speaking I mean, of sex is novel. What? Speaking of Danger Girl, yes. Uh, Funko Smuggler's Bounty, which we mentioned is the yes, subscription. I'm ready box. for mine to come. That's Star Wars only themed with the, I think it was distributed by Funko or at least has a bunch of Funko stuff in it. Well, they've released the first exclusive that will arrive in that box. And How it's basically the one that what we thought it's, it's almost like a correction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be Captain Phasma, which already oh. exists. There's already a Captain this, Phasma. This is a, but, so, this is a but, special one, but it's, Fully chrome. Exactly. It is chrome. chrome. It's actually chrome. I am. The one that was available like on Force Friday and Myers and Targets. And st- I don't know if Target had mine. I know Meyer had them. I have yeah, one Meyer sitting on my desk at work. But right they're now. not shiny. No. Yeah. They're just kind of like shiny. a dull silver. Yeah. It's like they, a matte They still finish. look really good. Yeah. But yeah. this thing looks so hot. Oh, I'm man. almost. I feel like I should sign <laughs> yeah. up for uh, Smuggler's Bounty. You got till November 12th, I see. Right. Which is. You can sign up. Not very far away. No, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you don't have a lot of time. If you yeah, have any dude, at all, you might as well go online now and do it. But yeah, man, this is this almost has me on board. It might, it might have me on board. Yeah, this might. I'm bar- I was on the first time you talked about this, Garrick. I that night yeah. I signed up for it, and it was debating for like a half hour. You act like that takes a lot to do. You also <laughs> signed up for. Well, the- I do everything. <laughs> you know, you signed up for the humble bundle monthly subscription service, and that was for the podcast. Now you know why Howie doesn't have cable because all that monthly <laughs> money goes to all these subscription services. This is only yeah. two subscription services. That's, right. That's twice as many as I have. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh yeah, skeptical of this uh this bun this uh our box that's coming. I was kind of skeptical. I didn't know what's going to be. But yeah, this is a this is definitely a good start. Definitely more enticing yeah. because it, is this the first fully chrome Captain Phasma anything we've actually well, except seen for those? the actual real outfit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was there was there a Disney uh, Disney store exclusive? That oh, there was, been? but I don't know if it was. I, I don't know if it was fully chrome. This is the first one I recall seeing. Yeah, but yeah, it because man, picture. that thing pops, so to speak. I wonder if it's heavy. It's heavy. I doubt it because you can chrome plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's like super. Yeah. Just just ask the heavy. old the old handles on my old 1975 Mustang. I hope it too. costs them like thirty dollars to ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll show them. Yeah, so uh, next month you your, get a postage stamp. That's get your, your brasso ready and uh, your rag standing by because Captain Phasma's coming at you. Yep, brasso yep. and rag. No, Garrick, you're devaluing your Captain Phasma when you destroy her patina. You need to. You want the patina it more intact. realistic. Yeah, you need that patina. Is it makes it actually that helps it retain its value. Never, never brasso is a sin unless you're going to eat off Captain Phasma. <laughs> I might. I just might. Yeah, you might. You don't uh, I, I left that dangling because I knew there was a possibility. Yeah. No. But that's all I got right now for toys. So Holy check all that crap cow. out. Wow, what an well, episode. You know, you talk about the the Chrome Captain Phasma. Hot, right. Hot Toys. Hot Toys. Has Hot. a Chrome yes. one sixth scale Captain Phasma. Ooh, I bet that's like five hundred bucks. Uh yeah, I was trying to find the price. They it's so expensive. They don't even displaying the price. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Just call us and get a quote. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you're probably gonna want to get a couple of competing quotes and then get a PI or a PO number. You might want to get a PI because who knows? It might get stolen. And <laughs> twenty five points of articulation. Holy cow! That's a lot of that's, articulation. That's more points yeah. of articulation than I have. Um, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. It's shins bend. It's crazy. <laughs> She's like gummy, <laughs> but chromy, flexible chrome. It's, it it it's appears amazing. that it's in final uh, final approval. It's pending final yeah. approval. So yeah, yeah, I can hear how that's going to go already. Uh, looks really great, guys. As always, I'm really impressed with the work. Not sure about the bendy shins though. Yeah. They have a, a tie pilot, snow trooper. And all the characters coming out appear apparently. Sweet. They look awesome. I, I yeah. just I just there there you go, Garrick. There's you know, two weeks. There's two weeks. Your, there's your, your your toy report. There you go. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, people are gonna want to revisit that. So Yeah, I'm not like I'm not like Mike that has people do his stuff for him. Oh, what? I thought you were gonna say what? I'm not like Mike and staring at my laptop for the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> a danger girl? <laughs> it might be I, I can't on. see it from here. I found back oh. to the future number one. I'm looking at that now. Oh yeah, that'll do uh, it. Geez. Anyhow, ladies and germs. I think that brings us to a close of another rousing episode of Fly Casual. Thank you for joining us. Of course, if you want to keep uh, up to the minute on all of the latest news, Star Wars news, reviews, rumors, uh, dorky memes that I find on Imager, and all kinds of things, then of course you're going to want to follow us at Fly Casual 1138 on Twitter where Mr. I'm getting a little better on the timing on that. With practice, practice makes perfect, gentlemen, is uh, is curating that uh, spectacularly. And of course, we are all taking part in the conversation as well. So won't you join us there? And also uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash fly casual podcast. And of course, uh, I'm also we've teased it before. We're going to keep teasing it because it's going to be happening soon. Uh, you're going to want to go to Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash better kind and subscribe because we are going to be doing some live broadcasts in the future where you'll be able to watch our dorky faces 
Uh, and I'm, I apologize in advance for that. Nobody told me this. What I are you guys will, talking about? I will not be wearing what? Gwendolyn Christie makeup, but I might be wearing some. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Hmm. This yeah. means pants for Garrick. Yep. Garrick's, uh, well, or just waist up. Okay, that's fine. And he doesn't stand up. Yeah. Technically, all Ooh, of us yeah. will only be visible from the waist up, too. So <laughs> let your imaginations run horribly wild. So. Uh, also, hey, won't you do us a favor and run out and wherever you get a podcast, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, or even if you listen to the website, go to one of those services and give us a review that really helps us reach uh, additional listeners, which, you know, we're at the fever pitch here, ladies and germs, as we approach The Force Awakens. And of course, if this movie hits hard, then this thing is going to be going on in perpetuity. So we uh, we definitely want to reach as many ears as possible. And of course, we're still chasing uh, chasing the 100 review mark on iTunes. I, we're about, what, a fifth away there. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, slow moving, but definitely seeing growth. Grab a couple friends and make them write a review yeah, because I, that's honest. I have an announcement. Huh. What? Um, uh-huh. If any of you heard that uh, the uh, the Google the Google Play the Google is going to start doing um, their podcasting, uh, kind of like an iTunes yes. type of thing. Yes. Ooh, Google okay. will finally be incorporating yes. podcasts into the place. We store. have huh. been accepted and approved. So hey, as hey, soon hey, as boys. they come out with that, which I hear is more the holiday season, okay. uh, then we'll be on there. So anybody who has an Android phone yeah. or device, you if know, you're on an Android right device there. and you listen directly from our website, but you go, gee, I wish there was something more directly integrated into the environment with which I'm already familiar without me having to download an additional app to listen to this podcast. <gasps> you're in luck. Oh yeah. So be sure to keep an eye out and look for us there too. Of course, when it actually hits, we will put out an announcement uh, probably on Twitter and Facebook. So again, circle back to those things. In the meantime, hey, it's been a lot of fun. Join us next week. It's going to be reviews and rumors. And, uh, you know, we ran through the trailer, the international trailer, real fast at the top of the show. That thing is going to get, like, pinned to the ground, staked to the ground, yep. opened up, disemboweled, and fed to fire ants. Yep. You are going to want to listen to that if you really want to hear the the crux and the meat and potatoes of what we saw in that trailer, which was a lot. So please join us then. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Mike, you looked like you were getting ready to say, hey, and I hadn't said you yet. That's <laughs> no, how he wasn't. Uh, okay. <laughs> I pointed at Mike, but I said, that's Howie. And I think I, I meant to fool Mike, but I think I fooled Howie. Because <laughs> he's... Howie, are you still there? Did you go to the bathroom? I have to turn around. Uh, you pointed a mic, so I was. <laughs> let, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm letting that go. That's Howie and Mike. Yeah. Over there's Gary. Spill a beer. Parkins is my space bear. Yeah, that's true. He's you the best of all the space bears. Oh, yeah. In the meantime, Holy we sandwich. are jelly. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.